I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the H&H Hour. We're so glad that you're here with us today on this near the end of January day, Heidi. It's beautiful out, though. It is. It's crispy cold, but sunshining, and it's it's a hopeful. It's a hopeful day. Yeah, it is. We celebrated 100 days of school today yes. with a party. Yes. It's it a so tradition. Uh-huh. Tradition that we do with our kids and some friends uh-huh. just to... You know, give ourselves all a pat on the back, the kids and the mamas. <laughs> well, I think you hit this time of the school year and you need, you all need the acknowledgement that your hard work is paying off. That's right. And that spring is coming. It is coming. <laughs> it's, Summer it's break is coming. A little elusive, but it's coming. Yes. Yeah. So we had games and candy and donuts and mimosas and... It was lovely. Lots of fun. It was hilarious, though, because one of the things that we did is we took pictures of the kids, of all of us, with an aging app, but we didn't tell the kids what we were doing. Yeah. So we took their picture, and then we ran to Walgreens to get them printed and then passed them all out. Oh, my God. So they all look like little elderly people. Yes. It was hilarious. Their reactions were awesome. I was in Walgreens in line, you know, flipping through to make sure they were actually our photos, and I was howling with laughter. You know those moments where you're like trying to keep it in, but it's just too funny. It just, it just comes out of is you. It's bubbling out of you. Yes. And this little elderly man behind me was just like giggling. His little shoulders were shaken because I was laughing. Because laughing so hard. <laughs> when we so. handed, um, I handed him out to each kid. So their reactions, you know, were so funny. Jules looked at hers and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> One of the little boys looked at his and says, I'm handsome as an old man. <laughs> So it was fun. I think we've all got to find those moments in life to really have fun with. Mm -hmm. You know, find a reason to laugh. Find Mm -hmm. a reason to um, seek the joy in all of the situations. Because it's so healthy for everyone to find that laughter. And we have the power to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we, my mom, our mom makes a photo album every year for herself. And she asks for pictures from all of us kids to put into it so that she can see as the grandkids grow. Yes, thank you for reminding me to do that. I need to send her photos. Yeah, you do need to do that. Yes, I do. Um, But as I was going through my 2020 photos, I was like, oh, wow. I have a lot of really, we had a lot of fun in 2020. 2020 was a hard year for everyone across Mm -hmm. the board. You know, everyone knows that. But then when I sent them all to my mom, she was like, wow, you guys did a lot. And I said, yeah, we did. And she goes, but you created it, didn't you? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah. Because it's not like we went, we didn't go that many places. But we created memories and fun and Mm -hmm. we have pictures to prove it. And so I think it's such a good reminder to all of us. Like we get to choose Mm -hmm. to... um, to create fun and to have memories with our kids yeah. and to not just sort of sit around and wait for the world to figure things out because they ain't going to do that. Well, They're not going to figure it out. And it's a great reminder that we don't have to let the world tell us how to act and how to respond. That's right. And that's what we're going to talk about in yes. our biblical text today. But I, I think as we, we're getting ready to launch into this story for you, but that's what you need to hear as an individual today is you don't have to let the world tell you how to respond. Right. It is not their role That's right. to lead you on an individual day-to-day basis. Um, they are not your expert. Right. They are not your authority mm-hmm. in most areas, mm-hmm. but the world is not your guiding voice. No. And so they don't get to shush your fun. No, they don't get to shush your fun. Mm-hmm. I think we should coin that phrase. Don't shush your fun. Don't shush my fun. <laughs> Okay, Heather, so you had this great insight yeah. from God's word. Tell us about it. Yeah. Um, 
I got a new Bible, which is glorious. It's one thing that I suggest everyone do now and then. I hadn't had a new Bible. I figured out it had been over a decade. It had been 10 years. Yeah. And so, and I take notes in my Bible. I kind of use it as a journal of Mm -hmm. sorts and put dates and all that. And y'all have heard me say that before. So opening up a fresh new Bible with no, none of my stuff written in it, I was like, oh, (laughs) where do I start? I don't want to mess this up, Mm -hmm. but it's so fun. So it's beautiful. It makes it the whole room smell like leather. It is beautiful. Yes, it is. Very great. It was a gift. I'm very grateful. But one of the first um, chapters that we I started to read was in Matthew because my kids and I are reading through Matthew right now. And we were in Matthew 20. And as we're reading this story, it just like leapt off of the page at me. And I was like, there's a word in there. Mm-hmm. I actually thought I was going to do like a little vlog on my Instagram about it. And then just my my days this week have been insanely crazy. And I haven't had two minutes to even sit down and do that. And then when I knew we were podcasting, I was like, oh, it's for our H&H listeners. Yeah, so good. H&H listeners, this is for you. I really do feel like there's a word in here that is specifically for someone who's listening right now. Mm. So I'm just going to read part of this from Matt. Matthew 20, starting in verse 20. No, verse 29. I can't see. Those are tiny letters. (laughs) Those are really tiny. (laughs) As Jesus and the disciples left the town of Jericho, a large crowd followed behind. First of all, imagine what it would be like to be Jesus and just having people follow you everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. That's what was happening Mm -hmm. because it had begun to spread throughout the region that he was healing people, Mm -hmm. that there were miracles taking place. And so of course, crowds of people are just following him wherever. I mean, it sounds awful to me. Awesome for Jesus to do all those things, but can you imagine? He obviously was a man of extreme patience. No kidding. Mm -hmm. I don't even like to run into people in the grocery store. Can you imagine how hard that would be to have people following you all the time? Two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Now, Heidi, I think it's really important for people to realize also a context in those days, if you were crippled or blind or had any sort of an ailment like that, you were pretty much rejected by mm-hmm. society. Right. You weren't put into nice living facilities where people cared for you. You were You sat on the side of the road. You were the outcast. You were the outcast. So these men were outcasts. Mm -hmm. The crowd yelled at them, be quiet. This is the part I love. But they only shouted louder. (laughs) Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, what do you want me to do for you? I can just imagine Jesus saying it too. It wasn't like, what do you want me to do for you? Yeah. It was like compassionate and tender. He wanted to hear that their faith mm-hmm. was in was at work. Yeah. You know, what do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, you can imagine that in his voice. Lord, they said, we want to see. Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly, they could see. Then they followed him. Mm-hmm. So here are these two men who are blind, who've been outcast, sitting on the side of the road. And you can, you know they can hear. They're probably their sense of hearing was really, really um, elevated. Yeah, they because they can't see. Because they can't see, right? Yeah. And so they hear all these crowds coming coming through, and they're like, what's going on? What's going on? What's the commotion? And, and I'm sure people told them, like, it's Jesus, the son of David. It's, you know, it's, it's the man who's been the Messiah who's been healing all these people. And can you just imagine all of a sudden they're like, oh, 
This is what we've maybe been. Maybe he could heal us. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could finally see. Yeah. And so they start shouting. They shout at him. And then crowds are like, just be quiet. Stop mm-hmm. it. You're causing a ruckus. Be quiet. You know? And all these people that are that are following Jesus, instead of seeing that there is someone there who needs Jesus, they're just shushing them. Yeah. And I wonder how many times do we do that when there's someone there who's desperate for Jesus, but it's like doesn't fit into our narrative. Mm-hmm. We just shush them. Yeah. And like, don't shush my fun, mm-hmm. you know, just you be quiet because I need to do what I, what I'm here for. And it says they, that didn't, that didn't throw them off. Like it says they only shouted louder. Yeah. You know? So here they go from a shout to probably like a desperation. Like this is our chance. Jesus have mercy on us. And and of course Jesus hears them and he comes over and he heals them. And and then I love the end. It says, and then they followed him. Mm -hmm. So Jesus does this thing for him. And then they, they, they get to follow him and see, um, probably, much of the rest of his ministry, yeah, you know, as they're as they're following him on, on the journey. So that's so good. I love Heather that you have to realize the fact that they had to rely on the sense that they had access to. Mm-hmm. They had to rely on their voice because their eyes had failed them. Mm-hmm. So they could not. That's the first thing that hit me is they also they couldn't rely on their ability to go to Jesus. They had to trust that Jesus would come to them. Yes, and so I think. Um, then the third thing that I really see that stands out is that Jesus asks their need. Mm-hmm. And he obviously, the word of God tells us that Jesus knows all about humans. Right. right. He knows everyone's heart. Yes. So he he didn't ask because he didn't know. Right. He asked, your point mm-hmm. was that he wanted to hear them say it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to hear them say, we need you to heal us. Mm-hmm. And and I think that Jesus does that to, a, does that to us a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he says, hey, let's talk about this. What do you need from me? Right. You know, um, and so I think we need to remember like Jesus has the tenderness to ask us, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Like right. for these men, they probably knew if we do not elevate our voices and begin to shout, this man may never cross our paths mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and our shot is going to be gone yeah. at experiencing this, yes. this miraculous healing that we're hearing these ripple effects of. Yes. And, and so they knew like, mm-hmm. what has God given us? God's given us a voice. We're going to use it to shout. That's so good. Because we can't go to him. Even though the, the crowds were telling them to be quiet. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what's happening a lot in our world right now. Mm-hmm. We are being told, be quiet. Yep. Stop using your voice in this way. Yeah. Silence your voice or our voices are being silenced right. in certain avenues, you know, in right. social media on um us us feeling like we have the freedom to say the things that we need to say in many different ways mm-hmm. many different people and we cannot let that stop us right right we've been sent here commissioned mm-hmm. to spread the gospel of Jesus yeah. to proclaim the good news yeah to a lost and dying world to encourage people to lift people up mm-hmm. to to see the blind men on the road and say, let me help you get to Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and that is, that is something that it, yeah, it's going to get harder, but we shout all the louder. That's right. And I think sometimes to know that sometimes you are the blind man on the side of the road. Yeah. That has to help shout. Yes. And receive the healing. Cause I totally. guarantee you those blind men did not remain silent 
about Jesus and what he had the power to do after they received their healing. Right. You know, like they were telling the people all That's about right. it. And the, and the people too were like, wait a minute, I recognize you. Why do you seem familiar to me? And you have to guess that they, the people are like, Wait, you're the guy that's been blind our whole lives? Yeah. You've been sitting on the side of the road? That's you? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Like, you look so different now that your eyes can see. Mm -hmm. Now that you can, like, walk alongside us and have conversation with us and recognize us. And so I think sometimes we have to understand that when we're the one that receives the healing Mm -hmm. and when our eyes are opened, like, it doesn't only open our eyes, it opens the eyes of other people as well. Right. Because the way we are seen... Mm -hmm changes the way people sees too. Yeah. yeah. And as you were talking, I just had this thought. So sometimes we're the crowd and we're shushing those that need to get to Jesus. And sometimes we're the the men on the side of the road. Yeah. And there there may be seasons in your life that you're one or the other. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're always in the crowd or you're always on the side of the road. There are sometimes when you just you just need Jesus to see you and to hear you and to heal you. Yeah. And that's okay, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we don't, we shout all the louder, you know, for, for that healing. Right. But there are times too, when we're just in the crowd and we're just going along and we're, we're not mindful of, we may be following Jesus, but we're missing the miracle on the side of the road that Jesus is, is going to, to do because we're just blindly following. Yeah. And to your point, I love that verse 34 says Jesus felt sorry for them Mm -hmm. to know that Jesus is not this far removed God that is just ruling from this golden palace in heaven, Right, that he has become man, literally, and he experiences emotion like empathy and feeling sorry for us. So I think sometimes as Christians, we have had this idea of like, well, I just need to buck it up. Yeah. And I just need to deal, you know, like with this hard thing. But it's like, wait a minute, like Jesus himself feels sorry for us and comes and says, what do you need from me? Yeah. And then he takes steps to heal us because that's what it says. So he touched their eyes and instantly they could see and they followed him. Yeah. Um, so I think we've got to ask, like, what are the things that Jesus has, one, that maybe maybe that life is thrown at us, but God's, for whatever reason, allowed us to walk through but then he himself has shown up and healed us from. Um, and how does that transformed our lives? Like your story may not be as dramatic as having been blind and receiving your sight. But how many know we can be spiritually blind? And it's we don't even notice we're spiritually blind until we have received a spiritual healing. Right. Until our eyes have been opened in the spiritual sense. And then we look back and go, wow, I was so blind. But now I see. And then we have that opportunity to help others understand and see when they are in areas of blindness. Um, And not out of a holier than thou, but out of a knowing, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I recognize this because I've been there. Mm -hmm. So um, I think you made one more point and it eluded me. It'll it'll circle Mm -hmm. back around. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, let's not be the people that shush people's fun or shush their cries out to Jesus. Yeah. Like, let's just not be those people. Yeah. Let's be people who are searching mm-hmm. for the people that want to find Jesus. Yeah. Let's be the ones that have compassion yeah. on those who um, maybe don't have their sight. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, I think that looks like every single day, just choosing 
being very careful about the words that we choose to speak over people, to people. I, I was just thinking about that this morning, how our words are so powerful mm-hmm. how we use them if we use negative words if we speak negativity you know when we speak something out it it gets power it receives power and so if you're speaking something negative out over someone or if you're declaring something that's negative that gives it power that's right the enemy activates can it. hear it mm-hmm. the enemy can't hear your thoughts you know the enemy god can the enemy can't satan can't but as soon as you speak that out, the devil's like, oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I can run with that. And so I think we have to be very mindful of that. And then I was I was also thinking about like what it would look like if you, I read something, I think it was on Instagram that somebody posted, like if you don't know someone well enough to speak it to their face, don't say it behind their backs mm, yeah. or you shouldn't be talking about them. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, wow, how much would our conversations change if we followed that rule. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, that's very convicting. Yeah. Well, because I think you, with just with social media, you feel like you have an, a window into people's lives. Mm-hmm. But we all know that is not really an accurate window. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, a, it's just this little, literally this peak of mm-hmm. what is their actual life. Yeah. Um, you know, because I've been at events before where I've been at the physical event, Event. I've had conversations there, and I leave knowing how I feel about that event. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see the photos that get posted about it and the hashtags that get marked, and you're like, that seems like a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like yep. what social media has made it look mm-hmm. to be and what it was, that did not feel like the same thing. Yeah. And so yeah, I think just filter that gets to put be on it. Mm-hmm. very aware of that, mm-hmm. of um, – the importance there's a reason jesus said like hey just don't gossip yeah you don't know yeah you don't know what they're walking through right are you them no you're not them yeah so shush so sometimes we do need to shush just not the fun don't shush my fun but shush your mouth (laughs) yeah well that's good hopefully that was for someone i know it was it was good for me it was a good reminder for me to just remember that don't stop shouting for jesus yeah shout even louder oh that was my last point I love that, Heather, I know for a fact that you've read that chapter before, mm-hmm. and yet God's word is always new for us. Mm-hmm. It's speaking new. And so while you have an actual physical new Bible, mm-hmm. and so you have the space to write new notes, um, I think approaching it to say like, not the idea of like, oh, well, you know, I know that Matthew 20 talks about the blind men, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. like go, hey, God, what do you want to speak? Mm-hmm through Matthew 20 yeah. today. What's and, new insight for me today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't approach it assuming you know. Yeah. Approach it with an expectancy that God's yes. going to say something new to you. That's why I love getting a new Bible mm-hmm. because you read it completely different. Because yeah. when I when I would pick up my old Bible, I would read the notes in it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when God spoke that to me. Yeah. Or you, you focus know? on just the highlighted portions. Yeah. And, and this time I'm like, wow, they only shouted louder. I that That's what jumped off the page to yeah. me. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. All right, friends. We're going to leave you with a short show here today, and we're going to let you process this. Jump into your Bible. Pick up Matthew 20. Read it for yourself. Read the whole context surrounding it, and then continue on. Do some do some Bible search on your own of mm-hmm. who was this man Jesus that we keep talking about? Mm-hmm. Why is he such a big deal? How can he become a better deal, a bigger deal, I should say, mm-hmm. in your life? Because um, there's one thing I can promise you. Every moment you pour into God's word... Mm-hmm you absolutely will see it Mm -hmm. 
like literally heaped back on you a hundredfold. I was just thinking that this week. I was kind of having a down day and I picked up my Bible and I was even doing my um, planned reading. So it was whatever, I, I was in Ezekiel, which Ezekiel can get a little heavy, a little like gory and uh, depressing. Mm-hmm. But even reading that mm-hmm. lifted my spirits. Yep. My circumstances didn't change. Yep. Reading your Bible doesn't mean your circumstances are all of a sudden going to become perfect mm-hmm. and rainbows everywhere, <laughs> and peaches and honey. It means that you will be able, your spirit will be able to overcome whatever it is that's in your path. And that's exactly what happened. I I, I literally could feel my spirit just yeah. relax and breathe. Yeah. And that, that was Ezekiel that I was reading. Yeah. You know? So like God's word is living and active and it really will sustain yeah. you and provide everything that you need. Well, and the interesting thing is Ezekiel is the one where it holds the promise that he will remove a stony, stubborn heart from within us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't end there. It says he will replace it with a tender, mm-hmm. responsive heart. Yeah. And so I think how often is that what we need? We just need the like stoniness, you know, chipped away, the stubbornness mm-hmm. chipped away yep. and that tenderness revealed again. Yep. So Good advice. all right, friends, have a great day. Shout at us, email us, thehnhhour at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, thehnhhour, and let us know what is speaking to you in your life right now between you and God. We'd love to hear. We love you guys. We'll chat to you next week. And don't shush your fun. Not next week. Two weeks. Yeah, we'll talk to him in two weeks. Sometime. We'll chat to you soon. (laughs) See ya.